Welcome to the Startup Fashion Week Front Row Podcast, where we will give listeners exclusive content inside the crazy world of fashion. My name is Jody Goodfellow, founder and producer of Startup Fashion Week, and today we have a guest from Toronto who is determined to help the fashion industry here in Canada improve. We are talking to Josiah, who recently launched an online platform to help Toronto brands get noticed called Coda Collective. Welcome, Josiah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to talk about Coda Collective and give our listeners a little bit of insight as to what you're working on and how you're helping um, small businesses and even larger businesses in Toronto and the Toronto community. I think it's so important. I think it's really great what you're doing. Um, So let's just dive into this conversation. So for a lot of people um, who start businesses in fashion, often they take an unconventional pathway and often aren't necessarily um, from the fashion industry. So tell us about your journey into the world of creating this new business, Coda Collective. Did you um, have any experience in the fashion industry before? Is this something completely new and different? Tell us about your journey. Um, yeah, it's definitely new and different for me. I come from a restaurant um, and like real estate background. Oh wow! <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty far from far removed from the fashion world. But I, uh, I had a friend here in Ontario who had been trying to get his own um, clothing company off the ground for for quite a few years, and we kind of reconnected recently. And he had asked for some help, and 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 just sort of through through helping him and navigating kind of the ins and outs of all all the obstacles that people go through when trying to launch a fashion brand um i I learned pretty quickly that it's really really hard and Mm -hmm. there isn't necessarily um great support systems out there and that was sort of the big concern for me was there wasn't a lot of support um that was readily available for for entrepreneurs and and sort of people new to the to the fashion world and so when I was helping him, I said, well, why don't you just like go on to like a local marketplace or something like that? And he was like, that's not a thing, you know, and <laughs> that kind of surprised me just being Toronto and it being a yeah. very progressive and, and sort of um, digital uh, forward uh, city. And when I did some research and through talking to a few designers, the consensus really was that this wasn't something that had been done before, uh, yeah. or if it had been done before, it wasn't around anymore. So I thought, you know, if no one else is going to kind of do it, I'll, I'll give it a try. That's amazing. So you saw an opportunity and um, you also saw a problem that needed to be solved. And I think that's how a lot of businesses get started, right? Um, it's not something you intended to do, but just kind of all fell into place. That's pretty amazing. Um, so now that you have launched Coda Collective to help Toronto brands, you know, get their name out there and get noticed, tell our listeners what Coda Collective is. Yeah, so um, Coda Collective is it's an online marketplace um, where we only sell local uh, fashion brands. So we kind of like to describe ourselves as H&M, um, but for local brands only. So uh, going to our site, you can shop and browse um, collections from many different designers, all locally owned. And um, it just gives kind of Canadian customers or Toronto even more specifically um, a really comprehensive place they can come to and know that um, every shirt they buy or scarf that they wear is supporting someone right in their community. 
Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, I love that you're doing this to support local. I think that's really important. Um, do you have a team or are you right now just kind of a one man show? <laughs> yeah, I think that a lot of the designers out there can probably identify with me. I am just a one man show right now. Yeah. Um, and, and that's usually how it starts, I think, for most people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it's it's a tough industry to make it into, and I would love to get to a point, and I think we will, um, where we can start bringing in more team members, um, mm -hmm. but for now, it's it's just me um, cold calling and, and knocking on doors and, and talking with, with great people like you and, and hopefully um, building something really incredible. Yeah, that's amazing, and um, tell us about some of the brands that you're currently working with on Coda Collective. Uh, yeah, we have um, some really great brands that we're working with what was really important to us when we started, uh, I guess we, me, whatever, um, <laughs> it was really important um, that we work with a, a really diverse group of people, um, both in the individual designers that are running the companies and also in the styles and, and sizes of the companies. So we have we have designers we work with, um, someone uh, like Lex Brown with Neo Tenny. Um, she does cut and sew, um, right here in the GTA and a lot of it is repurposed materials very much um, they like to call it slow fashion um, which okay. I think is a, a really good sort of trend that's catching on uh, without overproducing and so we have someone like that and then we work with some other brands who um, another brand like Team LTD who's a little bit more established in, 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 in the lifestyle um, sector um, Sorry, that's cool. Jenny. Yeah, it sounds like you have a range. No, that's amazing. It yeah. sounds like you have a range. So it's not like it's limited to a certain um, style or anything like that. You have a range of different designers that you're working with, which is great. Definitely. Yeah, we didn't want to discriminate and we wanted to really provide um, all levels of experience with a, with a platform uh, to create kind of an equal opportunity to succeed. Okay, cool. So we have a lot of listeners who have their own fashion brands. So can you tell us what the benefits are for brands or designers who are maybe curious about aligning with Coda Collective? What are the benefits overall? Yeah, I think the big benefit is um, sort of a, a cross-pollination effect that we're trying to go with. Um, people who join our site, um, the, the, the big benefit up front is that you're kind of getting uh, an audience you wouldn't normally have access to. Yeah. So um, designer A joins, designer B, C, and D join, and all of a sudden everybody's customers are starting to kind of see everybody else's designs. Yeah, and that's really, amazing. Yeah, it really widens that net for people. Um, and so someone that comes on the site to buy, you know, um, one of our designers like Barracks Co., they might come to buy one of their hoodies, um, but they like you know, one of the one of ones uh, pants that go with that from one of our other designers uh, revamp clothing who does repurpose one of ones. And so there's a really great uh, effect because clothing goes, fashion is not just one piece, it's an entire look. And, and oftentimes you put looks together from multiple brands. And I think that that's something that we can really, um, really, really connect on our platform. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so definitely there's that piece of um, being able to tap into a new audience. That's always a big benefit for designers and brands, um, you know, because that's what they're looking for at the end of the day, right, is to find new customers and, um, you know, build relationships with new customers and stuff like that. So that's really cool. Um, so do designers who want to, you know, sell their products on Coda Collective, do they need to have a website already? Because um, I know some of our designers, they sometimes just use Etsy or 
maybe if they're really early stage or if they just do kind of um, you know, uh, custom pieces, um, they just use Instagram to start their business. So how necessary is it for them to have a website in order to um, also sell their items on Coda Collective? Yeah, so um, that would be, that's kind of the only limitation we've really run into as far as building out this platform is okay. we are Shopify based okay. and our ability to really connect um, inventories and collections from all of our designers, it does require them to be on Shopify as well. Okay. So, so that's, we do require kind of Shopify if you want to connect with us directly. Um, it just makes it a lot better experience for our customers, especially um, yeah. because as we all know, you know, inventory tracking and all that kind of stuff, it can be a little bit of a headache and, and just working through Shopify, we're able to keep everybody's inventory um, live and in real time. And it just creates a good experience for the customer. Okay, so cool. So that means that, you know, if I'm a designer and I have my own website, I have a Shopify website, I align with Coda Collective and I'm selling, you know, I'm promoting maybe 10 pieces on Coda Collective. Um, mm -hmm. If something sells on Coda Collective, it doesn't mess up my inventory then. Um, so your website is able to communicate to mine to say this item has now been sold. Exactly. There's a real-time connection um, with all of our vendors that we work with. Um, usually it's within 30 seconds. So if you sold a t-shirt on your site, our inventory updates and vice versa. So there's yeah. never um, an inconsistent experience for the customer. And that was really important to us. Yeah, that is important because I know like some designers, they struggle with that. They use different platforms, right? To create visibility. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they use their own website, then they have an Etsy account and then they maybe try to sell on Amazon or somewhere else, who knows, but they don't really connect with one another. And so there's a lot of, um, you know, challenge with trying to keep up and, and making sure everything is updated. So that's a really great tool to have and to know about for sure. Um, and of course, designers, they always want to know about cost. So mm -hmm. is there a cost right now for them to connect their inventory to Coda Collective or to be on the platform right now? Uh, there's not an initial cost that we charge for anybody. So any designers that, that join up with us, we just want everybody to get settled in, integrated, yeah. um, get a feel for the platform. Okay. And, and it, that was really important to us because that's the whole part of being sustainable is if we started taking money from people right away, um, it kind of defeats the purpose of what we're trying to do, which is support the growth and success sure. of these brands. Wow, I love that. That sounds very authentic. And I think that's what Toronto needs is a lot more authenticity in this industry. It's very challenging to um, come across, you know, um, other businesses and other people who are authentically looking to help and support and, you know, accelerate business for everyone in this industry. So I'm really excited about that. Um, mm -hmm. And how does it work with um, you know, let's say, for example, if a designer has, you know, products on your, on your website, if something sells out, does the designer have access to the back end, maybe to add new items? How does that work? Yeah, so the platform, the app that we're working with, um, that's, they're sort of what makes everything kind of run the way that it does. And part of that is um, our designers and myself as the destination, sort of the boutique shop, um, we each have our own dashboards. And okay. within those dashboards, we can sync and unsync um, inventories with one another. And really the added benefit to all this is that it's uh, there's no extra work on the designer's part. Once they're connected to us, um, we sync in real time and we add in real time. So if they change a product image, if they change a 
Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Or that sounds great. Or a variant. They don't have to communicate it to us. The app does all the work and it automatically reflects it in real time on our site. That's amazing. That sounds so simple. Um, I love it. And I know that designers will love that because often, A, they're so, you know, stressed for, with time and everything else that they don't have time to deal with all this stuff. So they love yeah. simplicity. And I know also another um, challenge is often designers, they aren't very tech savvy. So knowing that <laughs> there is that integration, it yeah. really definitely helps and eases anxiety that this isn't going to be a complicated thing. So um, so well done. That's amazing. I love how easy this sounds for everybody. Um, and so I'm curious with Coda Collective, like overall, what was your intended vision? Yeah, um, our, our, our vision's kind of three parts. We have like the short term, the long term, and then like the super lofty goals. Um, okay. And I think it's still important to have those. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So in the short term, it's very much to get um, a Toronto GTA platform up and running that okay. people can really come to rely on uh, both as a designer and as a consumer and know that the, the quality that you're finding there is good and it's reliable and to know that you're supporting local so there's no questioning in the mind of the customer you know where's my money going what, what am I really supporting here it's, it's all local communities uh, it could be your neighbor that you're supporting so we really wanted to build that on Toronto that's our short-term plan. Um, Long-term is we want to really go Canada-wide so that we can have a comprehensive Canadian solution, um, no matter where you are in Canada, of supporting your local province or your local city um, and, and give everybody a really full alternative to something like H&M or Amazon um, that either they can rely on it and know that they're supporting really what they care about. Yeah, it's so true. Um, like, just to be honest, um, the other day I was at my... Um, I go for stretch therapy and my stretch therapist, I'll give them a little mm. shout out, physio DNA. <laughs> there you go. Um, and my stretch therapist, he was saying, you know, um, that he really wanted to support like more local Toronto brands, but um, he just was so frustrated. He doesn't know where to find them. That's kind of the challenge I think that a lot of consumers face is just not knowing where they are, right? So I think this kind of helps um, with that challenge and, and maybe more consumers will be able to, um, pay attention, you know, and learn more about, you know, all the cool brands that we have here in Toronto by going into this one place and finding out, you know, new brands to support. I love it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think there's ever a shortage of people who want to do good and want to, yeah. you know, kind of quote unquote do the right thing. But I think you have to really make at least at the beginning you have to really make it easy for people to tap into that yeah. and and support the right things and, and that's what we're really trying to do is to make it really easy for everybody so will you be aligning with any special partners or charities down the road yeah this is something that was really important to us when we first launched the platform was finding that social aspect to it um, right now we're looking into different charities and groups that support um, the the environment as a whole just for earth. Um, yeah. And so we're looking at donating a percentage of all profits to that. Um, what, we're, what we're trying to do though, is actually give our customers a way to track how much they've contributed to that um, as an individual as well. So people can actually see, oh, I, you know, my purchases on this platform have planted, you know, 20 trees or something like that. Yeah, um, that's, that's amazing. That's, and yeah, I think yeah, a lot of consumers they're more aware right now, and and, and they have that you know um, interest to support 
brands that are doing good beyond just, you know, their product or business or whatever. So I think that's really cool. You're thinking that far ahead and that you actually have a plan and, and have it figured out. I also think that, you know, consumers within the fashion industry, they're really good about being educated and a little more aware about sustainability and efforts of sustainability. So I think that's a really nice touch as well. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of the brands we work with are repurposed uh, fabrics and, and slow fashion and sustainable fashion. And so we For really sure. wanted to tap into that, that sentiment and, and speak to our designers as well, that we do care about the environment. And that's something we're going to work and yeah. look at. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there's a lot going on in the fashion industry, even outside of Toronto, just all over Canada. Um, so how can the rest of Canada benefit? Cause right now you're onboarding a lot of Toronto brands. Um, so, are there, do you have any vision to, you know, work with designers outside of Toronto at some point? And of course, I'm guessing, you know, anyone can purchase and support from Coda Collective. So consumers can come from anywhere, but um, how can we make this more holistic? Yeah, that's, that's the vision, right? To get holistic and really give Canada, um, not just Toronto, an option. So um, Toronto, we're very much um, building it out to kind of um, prove the concept and, 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 and build some some um, recognition and credibility within the industry and then the plan is 100% to move across the country um, and, and have a, a, a full array of options for Canadians from from all provinces um, things that Canadians can do right now in the meantime um, really start kind of looking uh, at your local community and, and searching out um, those designers and those business owners that you can support um, in, uh, until, until we get there, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that, you know, again, like support is such a big thing because um, in the fashion industry, at least here in Toronto, I've noticed that um, a lot of people do work in silos. And like you were saying um, earlier on, like it's, it's very difficult to find the right resources when you're starting a business um, because in the fashion industry, people do work in silos. And I think that having a platform like this, it brings more brands together to work as a community. I think that's really cool. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's a great way um, to start looking at fashion is, you know, that, that we should stop looking at each other as competitors sometimes and maybe just look at how can we work together. Of 100%. And, and that's something that we've kind of really made a, a point of emphasis just with the designers that we're working with right now. We do have a group chat where everybody can kind of talk to each other. Um, oh. And yeah, so every designer that we bring on, they're, they're added to our group chat. And, and we have so many different designers who have so many different areas of expertise that there's a really a wealth of knowledge and information yeah. that people get to share with one another and say, you know, hey, um, if you're looking to bring your manufacturing to Canada, here, I've already done it. Here's how you can do it. Here's some people oh you can talk goodness. to. Really? So, wow. That's, in, that's amazing. Cause I love hearing that designers share because <laughs> sometimes yeah. that doesn't happen very often in this community. <laughs> it could be like pulling teeth sometimes. And sometimes yeah. you really got to sit down yeah. and kind of explain the benefits of it. Um, sure. but working with some great brands and people have been really good about it. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I love that. And I think that that will help um, as well because there is, you know, a very high um, rate of, of failure in terms of fashion businesses at least that I've seen um, they come and go so frequently here in Canada um, so the survival rate of fashion businesses is not the greatest um, and so I think that you know just all these little efforts that you're making to 
um, build a better community and to build a better industry, I think they can go a long way to be perfectly honest. Um, so kudos to you and, and, you know, making all these really cool things happen. Um, how do you promote the brands that are on Coda Collective? Yeah, so promotion's always, always that, always tough when you're first starting out. Um, nobody knows who you are, and you're trying yeah. to help other people who might not have a, a large following either. So sure. that was part of the that's sort of the, the the collective part of the name Coda Collective is really engaging with our designers and 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 getting them to kind of um, also kind of push the platform and explore the benefits and, and why people should be going there why people should check it out so we do work with our designers to kind of promote um, we do you know Instagram and Facebook ads um, we obviously had bigger plans before the shutdown happened we wanted to do photo shoots and things like that and that will come um, you know lookbooks and little magazine printouts and things like that yeah but, um, in the meantime it's it's mostly been digital and online and, and engaging with with you know, great entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself who are also interested in supporting, you know, the industry and really kind of building out that, that network of people. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, do you know, like how, I mean, you obviously have um, a group of brands that are already on Coda Collective. Um, have you thought about how designers or brands might feel about being on a platform where maybe their competitors, their potential competitors are also um a part of like has that yeah. conversation even come up oh yeah it comes up often and um i think i think the easiest way to kind of explain it to people is if when you go into a mall you, you see a chanel store and you see a louis vuitton store and you see an aldo and you see all these different types of stores selling very similar products and sure. the reality is, is uh, someone might come to our store for one of our brand's t-shirts um, and then they might see somebody else's pair of pants and so i don't necessarily see as competition i think there's enough pie for everybody yeah and really it's a much more sustainable way of building businesses because um rather than somebody coming to just your store for just your things all of a sudden they're seeing all these other great opportunities and vice versa so i don't see this competition i actually see it as, as sort of uh, again that cross-pollination that really symbiotic relationship of Sure. Um, of just bringing you know people who love fashion and, and they're gonna see your stuff too yeah absolutely and um i'm curious like the the fashion industry is not the easiest industry to break into um and obviously you how long has coda collective been around by the way so we've been building it since pretty much the beginning of the year right around when okay. COVID started okay um, and then we just launched about two months ago so okay. we are definitely babies so early um, stage, we're yeah. newer okay definitely early stages okay and so how easy or difficult has it been for you to establish credibility for Coda Collective among the industry so far? Have people been receptive or have they been like, you know what, I'll wait and see how it goes first? Mm -hmm. Or what do you think, yeah. what has the response been like so far? We've gotten the whole range of responses from, you know, um, getting left on red uh, all yeah. the way to um, <laughs> people like yourself really engaging and responding really well with it. So yeah. um, I find that um, once you get someone on the phone or you can talk to someone and really explain what you're doing, people really start to understand and get it and, and yeah. appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really hard to get credibility because, yeah. I mean, the fashion industry, it can be very saturated at times yeah. um, and there's a lot out there. And so you really have to go that extra step, that extra mile 
to get people to trust you and, and trust is so important. It is. Um, so we, yeah. it, it's been tough, but uh, I rely on the goodwill of people like you to give me a chance. Mm -hmm. And, and yep. um, there are some I, out there. Absolutely. There are <laughs> definitely. Um, and I think that's, I think COVID it's a lonely time right now yeah. for a lot yeah. of people. And um, I think people forget just how nice it is to talk to somebody and it engage yeah. a little bit and, yeah. and realize that, you know, that's not my competition. That's, that's someone else who loves the same thing that I do. And they're yeah. trying to do, you know, great things with it. And so it, it's been tough, but there, like you said, there's great people out there and it's just about finding those people and really, and really building good relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And, um, you brought up, you know, COVID and everything else. And I think, mm -hmm. um, you know, the fact that you're building this platform through COVID is actually pretty brave, um, to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but how do you see this as maybe being a benefit for, um, for Coda Collective or even for the businesses who are struggling, um, you know, right now through the pandemic? Yeah, I think that in the last 10 years, we've seen a lot of changes in the world from, you know, automation to AI to, um, you know, a lot of different changes that are affecting, you know, industries as a whole, whether it's the workforce or the economy um, or the fashion industry. So yeah. COVID definitely is not a good thing. It has been horrible. Um, but I think that some good things have come from it, mostly in the um, way of a perspective shift or perspective change for a lot of people. For you sure. know, what's, what's really important in life, what's valuable to me, um, or even uh, offline versus online and really building, going from brick and mortar to digital. I think it's, it's really kind of accelerated that. So um, it's been definitely a scary time to build a company. Um, but there are its advantages where people are sort of recognizing the um, the beauty in online shopping and the beauty of working from home and and really tapping into beyond your front door um, and seeing what else is out there. Well, and I think um, something that Coda Collective what it offers is um, choice, right? And um, yeah. because we haven't really been able to go into shopping malls and, mm -hmm. and have that experience where we get to have choice of different stores to go into, I mean, that's one of the reasons why platforms like Amazon is so popular because mm -hmm. there's so many choices of things on there that you can purchase. So I think Coda Collective maybe came at the right time because right now that's what people are looking for. They're shopping online more and they also want more choice and selection, right? So, and they also want to support local. So I think that you're definitely um, heading in the right direction with, with what you're building and what you're doing. I think it's really fantastic. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I'm curious, like, are there any current fashion designers or fashion businesses that our audience should know about um, that you've been working with that maybe they don't know about? Um, I mean, I could probably talk about any number of brands that are on our site right now. Um, they're all fantastic people and really cool yeah. business owners. Yeah. Um, we have um, we have one kind of designer, um, his name, um, so his name's George, and, and he has um, hats that he gets from Ghana. He is a guy, uh, a Ghana background uh, okay. himself, and he built, he makes these beautiful, like, tribal, Afro, uh, kind of inspired um, hat designs that um, are really great for a lot of reasons. They're, they're super colorful and beautiful. Um, yeah. They support the local community, and he also donates proceeds um, back home to the, the local Ghana community. So it's like this triple effect of like good yeah. he's giving back. So I love him and, and what he's doing. 
Um, and then we do have a, a couple of our repurposed people that, that are, are awesome. We have revamped um, Catherine. She's fantastic. She, she does repurposed clothing and makes these really crazy, amazing, really wild designs that are all one of ones. And um, I think you just really got to go to the site and see kind of everything that we have to offer. There's so many good people on there. Yeah, that sounds really cool. And so is there one item on there that you think is going to be a big hit for fall winter? Anything in particular that stands out? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, one of our new designers, Carolyn Ferreira, um, she just joined last week and she makes these beautiful, like knitted um, kind of elegant pieces. So she has like these um, pullover long knitted sweaters that are like so great for fall um, along with like she makes these scarves and really just like the whole if, if it's fall you're looking for um, you can't go wrong checking out her stuff right now. It's, it's awesome. That's amazing. Okay so now that we have everyone curious what is the website everyone should be going to? Yeah um, so it's Coda collective.ca k-o-d-a collective.ca um that's where you can find us and it's coda collective uh, on instagram as well okay cool um so everybody's going to be abandoning our podcast right now to go check <laughs> everything out but in any case let's finish our ch chat <laughs> um so what advice would you give to anyone who's starting a business in fashion what i mean because you're fresh at this right so mm -hmm. tell us what what are some key things that you have learned I think you got to do it for the right reasons. Okay. Um, and I think that's true in any business. You really got to know why you're getting into it. Yeah. Um, you know, for every person that, you know, has a cool picture, they decide to screen print on a t-shirt and, and hope that it'll turn into a big company. Um, there's those people who really dig into the art, the artistry that goes into fashion um, sure. and, and sort of the labor of love that creating a really interesting piece is. So I think definitely if you want to get into fashion, you have to have an appreciation for it. Um, yeah. That's something I've really come to love over the last two years. Um, and other than that, you've got to have some perseverance or a great support system. My fiance has been very supportive during this time. Um, and she's definitely kept me going at times when I didn't want to keep going. So yeah, it really helps to have a so important. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it really is. It, it really, and sometimes you get support from the people who you least expect it. Right. Um, like your fiance, like she's not even part of the, um, the business or the industry, but kind of, you know, by osmosis, she's al almost a business partner, really. Right. <laughs> So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's, thing, that's important. Yeah, one other thing I've, I've kind of found just in, in businesses as a whole, um, I come from a, I still come from an artistic background, a, mm -hmm. a writer and film producer and, and director, and I do a lot of other things like that. And one thing that really helped me um, on the days when I didn't want to get out of bed and, and, and do what I needed to do, um, having that accountability partner, when you're accountable to people and you kind of um, yeah. explain or set goals it really yeah. helps to know someone else is how it kind of has their eye on you and they're kind of keeping an eye and, and making sure that you're, you're really staying true to yourself so I think that's important too absolutely and how is Coda Collective different from other e-commerce boutiques or marketplaces yeah um, I think I think as a boutique we are similar in a lot of ways to a lot of other boutiques um, but sort of the differentiating factor for us is our our niche kind of local um, priorities. You know, I think our priorities okay. are in the right places. Um, so definitely supporting local Canadians as we expand across the country in time. But um, in addition to that, we do have our social enterprise that we're working with, giving back profits to um, kind of repopulating the trees on the planet and things like that. So um, 
I think just it's really just our value system and kind of the why as we talked about like why we're doing what we're doing and doing it for the right reasons sure yeah that's amazing and really impressive all at the same time (laughs) um any last thoughts or news that you want to share with our audience at all um you know i i would love if if people you know just for the benefit of 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 the of the industry is is check out our site and and really just take a look at the different people that are working out there and 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 see what the what the city has to offer because you're really doing yourself a disservice um by 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 not checking it out because there's so many cool things um that a lot of people don't even know exists out there because they're not looking so do yourself a favor and just go look yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. Well, thank you so much. Before I end our chat, however, I'm going to ask you to do some fill in the blank questions. Okay. Um, so are you ready for that? Yeah, I, I think that'll be hopefully a little bit <laughs> easier. <laughs> well, we'll One word answers is always good. If you don't fill in the blank, I'll fill it in for you. How about that? <laughs> All right. Okay. So given that 2020 has been quite a year and Coda Collective, ha- Coda Collective has, you know, um, launched and everything else. Um, by the end of 2020, um, you are hoping to have how many designers on Coda Collective? 25. Amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So those of you who are listening, go check out Coda Collective. And if you're a designer, if you, if you have a brand, um, reach out because um, let's help them reach their goal. Um, number two, you. your favorite shoe brand is? Um, I like box fresh. Oh, okay. Sneaker company. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, one word to describe Canadian fashion is underrated. Oh, wow. That's a powerful word. I like it. Um, number four, one word to describe being a business owner during a pandemic is challenging. Yeah. <laughs> There's a better word for that, really, to be honest. <laughs> I think that's the only answer you really could give there. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, number five. The last time that you supported another creative in this industry was when? Today. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I, had, uh, I, I was on the phone with two different Canadian or uh, uh, Toronto designers just this morning and, and working with them on getting some products out there. Fantastic. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Josiah, for speaking with me and sharing all your insights um, during Startup Fashion Week. We really appreciate it. I love learning about Coda Collective and I love that you're supporting local designers and driving new business to them. I think it's fantastic. I think everything about Coda Collective is really cool. Um, And I really hope that our listeners go check you out and um, not check you out, but check out Coda Collective. (laughs) They don't want to see me, but thank you. I appreciate that. I hope they do too. Yeah, for sure. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to the Front Row podcast during our seventh annual Startup Fashion Week in Toronto. Feel free to email me for any topic or speaker suggestions for future episodes info at startupfashionweek.com and don't forget to buy tickets for any other amazing events happening this week.